Thank you for joining the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, our study is entitled The Reign of David, Sweet Psalmist of Israel. During this study, we will learn the character traits that contributed to David's reputation as a man after God's own heart. You can purchase your copy of this book, along with many other study resources, on our website, bogardpress.org. So, grab your copy of the Winter 2023 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. The lesson for February 4, 2024 is entitled, David's Psalm of Thanksgiving. It comes from 2 Samuel chapter 22, verses 1 through 7, verse 18, verses 31 through 33, and verses 47 through 51. The key verse, The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 47. The application, the student will comprehend that when God hears, saves, heals, or delivers, he should be praised. Seeking the context. David is a well-known psalm writer. By conservative estimates, David wrote half of 150 psalms of the book of Psalms. David wrote Psalm 23, which is likely the most popular psalm. Within his psalms, there is a wide range of subject. There is repentance, the Lord's protection, praise of the Lord, and prophecies concerning Jesus Christ. Of course, all of these are inspired by God, but they also show the great poetic talent of David. David was also an accomplished musician. Do you remember how his music brought peace to troubled King Saul? 1 Samuel chapter 16 verses 15 through 23. Amos chapter 6 and verse 5 suggests that David invented musical instruments. And 2 Samuel 23 and verse 1 calls him the sweet psalmist of Israel. David established the music department in Israel by appointing certain Levites to arrange and lead music in praise of the Lord. 1 Chronicles chapter 15 verses 16 through 24. Thank the Lord. We have so many of David's psalms to enjoy and to use in praise of the Lord. Our lesson today considers the first recorded psalm of David, and the longest. With some variations, this psalm is also recorded in Psalm 18. We do not know if it was the first psalm David wrote or when it was written, possibly after Israel's victory over the Philistines and Ammonites in 2 Samuel chapter 10. Regardless, what is important is the praise of the Lord found within it. What is your favorite song of praise to the Lord? Searching the text. Number one, the Lord is my rock. Second Samuel chapter 22 verses 1 through 3. And David spake unto the Lord the words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies and out of the hand of Saul. And he said, The Lord is my rock, and my fortress, and my deliverer. The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He is my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my high tower, and my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. 
The opening words of chapter 22 tell us that David sang his song of praise first and foremost to the Lord. As has often been said, when we sing songs of praise, we sing for the audience of one, the Lord. It has also been said that when we sing with praise in our hearts, it does not matter if we sing off-key. It is a sweet, sweet sound to the Lord. The remainder of verse 1 gives the background of David's psalm. It is a psalm that remembers how the Lord delivered David from all his enemies, and David had many. Particularly noted is King Saul. Remember the many years David fled from Saul and how many times the Lord delivered him? 1 Samuel chapters 19 and 20. David remembered those difficult days and saw clearly how the Lord had delivered him. Therefore, David began his psalm with, The Lord is my rock. 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 2. Referring to the Lord as a rock is a common metaphor in the Bible, and one only needs to think of Jesus' parable in Matthew 7, 24-27, and building a house upon the rock to understand it. And the rains descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Matthew chapter 27 and verse 25. Because of the Lord, David was still standing. Later in this psalm, David wrote, The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 47. David used many other metaphors to indicate the Lord's protection and deliverance. He was David's fortress, shield, horn, high tower, and refuge. Verses 2 and 3. To be clear, David referred to the Lord's salvation three times in verse 3. Salvation, Savior, and Savest. David's psalm praised the Lord for the many times he had delivered him. When was the last time you spent time praising the Lord for saving you? An eternity of praise is not enough for the Lord saving us from our sins and from an eternity in hell. But adding to that is all the many times the Lord delivered us from our many troubles and difficulties. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. Psalm 34 and verse 3. I am far from a musician, and my singing is not the sweetest sound. But I sing praises to the Lord throughout the day. I do not understand children of God who are unwilling to sing to the Lord. In a way that I cannot explain, singing takes my praise of the Lord to the deeper level. Great songs of praise give words to my praise which I could not find otherwise. Why not make it a habit of starting your day with a song of praise and singing to the Lord throughout the day? I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the day of my trouble. Psalm 59 and verse 16. What song best describes your praise of the Lord for saving you? Number two, I will call on the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 22 verses 4 through 7 and verse 18. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. When the waves of death compassed me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. 
In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God, and he did hear my voice out of his temple, and my cry did enter into his ears. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them that hated me, for they were too strong for me. David sang of the great assurance he had when he called on the Lord. David had failed the Lord, but the Lord had never failed him. When David inquired of the Lord, the Lord always guided him in what to do. When he called upon the Lord, the Lord always delivered him from his enemies. Sometimes the little words of the Bible are the most important. The word so in verse 4 shows the relationship between David's calling and the Lord's delivering. David had to call upon the Lord for him to deliver. So it is with salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10.13 If you do not call, the Lord will not deliver. And so it is with many other concerns in life. If we do not ask for God's help, he will not give it. In the Bible, those who call upon the Lord are the righteous. Genesis chapter 4 verse 26, Psalm 50 and verse 15, 86 and verse 5, 145 and verse 18. Those who do not call upon the Lord are the wicked. Psalm 14 and verse 4 and 79 and verse 6. With poetic language, David described his near-death experience. He was like a man drowning in the sea who looked up to God crying for help. This reminds me of Jonah's prayer in Jonah 2 when he cried out from the fish's belly and said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell I cried, and thou heardest my voice. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 2. Both in Jonah's and David's prayer, hell should not be taken literally, but speaks of the horrible situation in which they found themselves. Jonah was in a fish's belly, and David was surrounded by his enemies. In both situations, the Lord heard their calls and delivered them. I have my own stories of stubbornly refusing to call upon the Lord for help, and maybe you do as well. I thought I could handle it on my own. I thought God would not do anything to help me if I called. It was only when my situation grew worse, and like David, I came to understand that my enemies were too strong for me, 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 18, that I called out to the Lord for help. Even when I am faithless, the Lord is faithful, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 13, and he delivered me from my enemies. Can you describe a time when you refused to call upon the Lord for help? Number three, for who is God save the Lord? 2 Samuel chapter 22 verses 31 through 33 and verses 47 through 51. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler unto them that trust in him. For who is God save the Lord? And who is a rock, save our God? God is my strength and power, and he maketh my way perfect. The Lord liveth, and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. It is God that avengeth me, and that bringeth down the people under me, and that bringeth me forth 
from my enemies. Thou also hast lifted me up on high above them that rose up against me. Thou hast delivered me from the violent men. Therefore I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, among the heathen, and I will sing praises unto thy name. He is the tower of salvation for his king, and showeth mercy to his anointed, unto David, and to his seed forevermore. As David's psalm drew to a close, all David wanted people to hear and sing was how great God is. God is perfect, and so are his ways. His word is tried and true, and he is a buckler, shield to those who trust in him. Verse 31. There is no other God but the Lord, and he is the only rock on which we can depend. Verse 32. David expressed how God alone had been his strength. He claimed no credit for his victories. God had given him the power and perfected his way, meaning that the Lord removed all obstacles in his way. Verse 33. As David fought on the battlefield, he recognized that the Lord went before him, clearing the way and gaining the victory. The Lord was the one who avenged Israel of her enemies and brought them under the submission of King David. Verse 48. The Lord had brought David's enemies low and lifted him up. Verse 49. Therefore, David had many reasons to thank the Lord. Even among the defeated heathen nations, David wanted God to be exalted and for him to receive all the thanks. Verse 50. How easy it is for us to mistakenly take credit for God's victories. When we share the gospel and a person is saved, we want to take the credit for winning a soul. When a church is growing, the pastor is tempted to be puffed up with pride. When we give substantially to the church offering, we want to be recognized. Let us lay all the successes and victories of our lives at the Lord's feet and say, To God be the glory. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 17. The final verse of David's psalm takes us back to God's promise to David to establish his kingdom forever. 2 Samuel chapter 7 and verse 16. There is only one who fulfills this promise, and his name is King Jesus Christ. His kingdom and kingship may have been unrecognized by some at his first coming, as he was the servant who came to give his life on the cross for the sins of humanity. But when he comes again, riding on a white horse, all will know that he is the only potentate, the King of kings and Lord of lords, 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 15. We should give thanks to the Lord forever for sending Jesus to be our Savior and King. He is the tower of our salvation, and by his death he gained our victory. We can see references to ourselves if we are believers in Jesus Christ in David's final words to his seed forevermore. 2 Samuel chapter 22 and verse 51 Because Jesus, the seed of David, has claimed us as his own. When was the last time you thanked the Lord for sending Jesus to save you? Setting the application Is the Lord your rock upon whom you stand? Or do you take the attitude that you will stand on your own two feet? When you find yourself in a distressing situation, do you call upon the Lord for help? Or do you take matters into your own hands, clawing and grabbing to get yourself out of a jam? 
There is a reason people do not praise the Lord. It is because they do not think they need Him. If this is your attitude, one day you will find yourself against an enemy too strong for you. It might be a failed marriage, an addiction, a troubled child, unemployment, or financial ruin. You will find yourself flat on your face with no way to get up. Maybe then you will realize that only the Lord is God, you are not. But it would be much better for you if you will admit now that you need the Lord to be your rock. Call upon Him to help you. Call upon Him to save you. Is the Lord your rock? Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Bogard Press Through the Bible Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue learning from David, a man after God's own heart. Bogard Press is the publishing ministry of the American Baptist Association. We exist to equip churches with the resources they need to carry out the Great Commission. These resources include Bible study materials for preschoolers through adults, including Sunday School, Children's Chapel, Baptist Training Course, Bible Challenge, and Vacation Bible School. Please visit our website to find all the ministry resources you will need at bogardpress.org. That's bogardpress.org. Until next week, find daily encouragement from our daily devotionals at bogardpress.org.